Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This is A New World Order, and I am Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of the fictional nation of Zane Australia, here around the table with my colleagues from across the seas representing their own fictional nations. Your people's champion, the nature boy, Sebastian, of the United States of South America. What? No. The nature boy? The nature boy. No. The nature boy, Buddy Rogers, or Ric Flair, depending on Did how you old you are. Did you lose a bet, or are you- No. It's me, Nate. Selling on. advertising space in your title now? <laughs> I if, hey, if we could do that, you would do that. Admit it. <laughs> and I am Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. Have it be said, though, if we ever actually do get sponsors, I will 100% sell out <laughs> that, that title of my name to sure. them. It's me, Mr. Squarespace. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a sample, Squarespace. If you want it, you know what to do. Audible. We'll take anything. Yeah. Stamp. Stamps.com, yep. Adam Mr. and Eve. <laughs> your people's champion, Mr. Stamps.com. <laughs> Mr. Adam and Eve for all your butt plug needs. <laughs> oh. And if you're joining us for the first time, advertisers, uh, we each run a fictional nations on nationstates.net and then we bring our issues to the table to discuss which is the best way to run a country. Well, the Andropolian way certainly dealt with the terrorist plot in the last uh, little sub-season that we had. It's true. Since you have last listened to us, our patrons have heard our wrap-up for the international terror plot, international disaster, and Andropolia came out on top, having won both Seb America's and Zane Australia's vote. I'm very very, proud of you. Yes, there was some very careful crafting of of policy there. Zane Australia can't help but take a little bit of credit. I'm yet to have a complete win, and I want you guys (laughs) to know that I'm taking this personally, and (laughs) these next five episodes get ready to get politically fucked up (laughs) in a good way with my good policy choices. I I will say (laughs) Zane Australia does take into account a nation's ability to both deal with an issue and stay true to their political ideals, which is why Andrew Polly got my vote because you, yeah. you had a lot of good arguments in yours, particularly the agriculture one. I was very much in your in your uh, in your your camp. So uh, that's just just a little bit of a little bit of how Zane Straley's thinking about how he he votes. Principles oh, are important. Yeah. Really comes down to one choice for me every every arc. <laughs> the time that Andrew didn't get werewolf hunters, pretty important issue for yeah, me. That was um, devastating. <laughs> Zane allowing bots free reign on the internet despite all their negatives. Oh, Ooh, these things matter. I hold on to uh, micro I grudges. Exception with free reign, like literally, I imposed regulations. That's <laughs> how I dealt with bots. 
<laughs> freely going about spouting fake news. <laughs> no, that's the opposite of what I did. <laughs> so, uh, so now we are about to draw a new gypsy curse. Dude, they just keep coming. We haven't pointed. The, I'm not sure if we pointed this out, but we actually we don't look at these in advance. I know me saying this no, makes it instantly no. sus, but we don't. Which means that this first episode is the most terrifying for me because yeah. I've got a couple of issues on my on my account that I have to deal with. And fuck all of them could matter right yeah, now. Yeah, that's right. I, that's I right. have three issues and none of them are particularly disaster focused. <laughs> you could say. It's I all know. in the spin zone. Yeah. <laughs> I have well that's that's what ended up happening with my meteorite terror one. I was like, this yeah. has absolutely nothing to do with terrorists. Let's just bullshit it through. Because like in that pile somewhere, I have no doubt, is an incoming meteorite that will destroy the earth or some shit. That's true. Please don't pull it now because it does make this look rigged. But <laughs> that's the point. Like, I had to like, well, I can't hang on to this for fucking a thousand episodes. Yeah. All right. All right. I've got one. All right. Can I read this one? Sure. Opening up this gypsy envelope. Oh. It's so it glittery. feels like a juicy one. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a narrow one. <laughs> oh, no. Meteorites? No, it's what? Strippers. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen listening today, we are now dealing with the rapture. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Three secular nations must now so, deal with the religious So apocalypse. the violetists got it right. <laughs> Whoops. And they're all gone now. Or at least the real violetists are gone. Because first stage of the rapture is that all the true believers are secreted away to heaven. Okay. So they no longer exist in our nations. Do they take their clothes with them? No. Everything is left. Everything everything is material remains. Material right. remains. Apart from their bodies. Apart from their bodies. Or are there dead bodies everywhere no, now? No, no, no. You take your body with you to heaven. <laughs> you take your body but not your clothes. No, your clothes. Or your watch. Now, technically, after everyone is secreted away, there is a time of tribulation on the earth where the Antichrist rises to power. Good evening, gentlemen, and welcome to America. (laughs) Uh, And at the end of this time of tribulation, the Messiah comes down and ends the world. Great. Uh, So all we can know, I guess, at the start of the rapture is that the true believers are gone. So we woke up and let's say... 20 to 40% of our nation. Whoa, 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 whoa. I got a sound effect that goes okay. along with this. There, okay. Yep. That's the exact 50%. 50%. 50% yeah. We'll, we'll, do we want to say 50%? Yep. Are either true believers or good enough to get into heaven? Would it shock you to know 0% of any government <laughs> went up? <laughs> there's yeah. A, there's, yep. a, there's a great line in Spartacus. Where, Is it I'm Spartacus? No, no, no. no. Oh, where, where, uh, where the senator, I think it's Bracchus or someone, is 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 walking down the street with the, with the little young guy, um, little little young senator or young new Republican, young new recruit, uh, and he's teaching him about the ways, and he's talking about religion. He's saying uh, publicly, um, uh, privately, I, I I believe in none of the none of the gods, but publicly, I believe in them all uh, yep. for the yeah. for, for the sake of the populace. <laughs> yeah, great little line. <clears throat> So, I'm shocked that I'm still here. <laughs> I am not surprised looking across the table to see you both in existence, but I am, I am flabbergasted. Uh, not only am I not surprised I'm here, I am proud to still be here. Yes. Uh, you say that until literal Skyfire. <laughs> not Skyfire, 
Antichrist. So antichrist. that's what we've got to watch out for, the rise of an Antichrist. Before the Antichrist oh, arrives, you, you've got to, we have consequences to deal with. I have I have an issue that I'm happy to go ahead with if if, if you unless you've got one I've got one that I'm pretty confident was kind of I'm surprised Do we all have kind of tie in ones because I'm kind Ooh. of tie in well this sure. one's this one's dealing with the immediate fallout I mean Ooh. if people are leaving behind their material possessions after being spirited away to heaven I have one that's pretty similar yep. what's your issue called it's to do with eminent domain we're going to have to deal with with property yeah mine's I'm- also about. Items of people that are no longer with us. Ooh, what's it, what's your issue called? Also, what, what are your issues called? Mine, mine is literally eminent domain, inherent right, or daylight robbery. Okay, so we are different issues. I was like, this is surprising and terrifying. <laughs> mine is you can't always get what you squat. Mine's buried bones, unearthed debate. Oh goodness this me! This is exciting. Okay, well, who wants to go first? Right. This is gonna have some sort of death theme title to it. This is good. This I'll makes go this makes naming the episode very easy. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I think the, the people didn't die. So these are the only people in the entire history of the world that won't die. They go straight from living to heaven. Mm. So their mortal bodies don't... I've never understood the, the theological well, ramifications of it. The me rapture, up, <laughs> The rapture in itself is never actually mentioned in the Bible. The word rapture never appears. This mythology it's of like the word- true believers disappearing... And that is the start of the rapture and the end times. Right. That it's- is kind of a modern <laughs> interpretation of what's going to happen. The word rapture doesn't appear in the Bible. Like how technically collusion is not a crime, <laughs> but conspiracy is a pretty big crime. Other words that kind of mean the same thing, they're in okay. there. Okay. All right. Well, I that's see, where I you see. get the seven year. Like Jesus returns, takes away all the believers. Seven yeah. years, the Antichrist rules earth. Jesus comes back. Oh, so we've got seven years to. Oh, that's, well, no, we that's, have five weeks. <laughs> that's that's two terms. That's that, two political terms. Come on. That's what the mythology says. We don't know that that's true. This is the gypsy rapture. <laughs> yeah. So wait. So gypsy Antichrist comes down. No, no. I, I'm I'm going to say that the violetists were the ones because they're right. the only. Religion that has really come up. Well, with fifty percent of the population leaving behind all of their possessions and property, yep, uh, it has sparked quite a quite a literal lawn. Does it belong to the government? Well, exactly right. I a hope. furious debate <laughs> of eminent domain or compulsory- a furious mass. <laughs> ah, debate. ah, yeah, indeed. Uh, the government's right to you take. You can't look at me like that. I hate puns. <laughs> Zane said masturbate. <laughs> I was looking at him like that. My eyes are already rolling. <laughs> I think it must be really hard to read that issue. <laughs> Sorry. As you were. A furious debate over eminent domain or compulsory purchase, the government's right to take a citizen's private property without permission, has erupted after the government evicted hundreds of people from their homes to make way for a new shopping complex and a bypass. People are unhappy. They need to shop. And they need to get there somehow. We should really be worried about the lack of shopping options right now, right? Well, you know, all these, all these, uh, you know, clothes are going to have to be spirited away into secondhand dealerships, op shops. Nope. The world doesn't. The world doesn't just clean up itself, Seb. Unless this, what the Antichrist (laughs) is, just a cleaner. (laughs) Eminent domain, more like outright theft, cries Thomas Burton whose house was bulldozed. They took away my home. I have to move everything in my life somewhere else because of the whims of some fruitcake city planner. It's lunacy. This blatant power abuse mustn't be allowed to continue. The government should require explicit permission before taking private property. 
I have to do it. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Government should yep. not be exempt from the same rules that everybody else has to abide by. You don't just get to take stuff because you really want it. Mm. On the other hand, I really want it. Can I? <laughs> Sorry, I know you're like mid issue, but I'm. No. I, this will matter for how I how I interpret your answer. Yeah. What is our goal here? Is our goal just to keep society from falling apart? I think so. I think so. With with half of our nation gone, the the basically you're going to have to prop up every basic service, yeah. uh, reestablish some sort of like public function, uh, like and prevent rioting and looting. I guess. Uh, like panic in the streets and and maybe religious furor. I have a different goal that I'm going to be aiming for. Sure, let's hear it. Can I can I qualify it now? So yeah, in five episodes, I'm not. Yeah. But this might crucified. be losing. This might be losing the game just outright <laughs> right now. My goal is to improve the nature of my people as much as I can to give more of them a chance of getting raptured up again. Before the Antichrist comes and kills everyone, is there is, is there a second round? Okay, so what you're saying is you're buying into the mythology. It has literally occurred in front of me. Yep, I'm going to buy into it. All right, all right, all right. Um, for me, it's going to be more of a force, not force, focusing on improving the quality of my people and not not their worship. So you're going to like hardcore nanny state. I'll have, to, I'll have to look at the options. I can't. I don't want to say yes or but no. That that's is kind of what you're going to do. You want to improve them morally, correct? Yeah. But I'm not going to be pushing any because of my nature. I have no intention of pushing any particular religious belief on them. But Even I want to. Even though it is the violence, the fact that you're considering I'm not pushing a religious belief on them. This simulation is changing you, Seb. It's showing. I, you, it's showing your true self. Yeah, I'm a re- very reactionary guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> half my people just zapped into the sky to heaven. No, no, no. They disappeared. It I could s- be aliens. Uh, in the movie, this is the end. They get lifted up like beams of like tractor beams in Star Trek. And I'm going with that <laughs> cannon from my brain. <laughs> like I saw them like, whoop into the air. Well, it could be aliens. Whatever the reasoning, they're not here anymore, but their stuff is. <laughs> you can't be serious, objects Basil Hendrickson, a city planner. You've got to have bypasses. Eminent domain's essential. Without it, we'd actually have to pay for property. We were still... Uh, expropriating, and that would mean lots of boring paperwork and oh. be much more expensive. Yeah, we don't want government to be expensive or boring. <laughs> if we really need to build something, say a bypass to ease congestion, do you really want that to be stopped because one person says no? Yes. We need <laughs> eminent do- Just kill the person. Pick a different that- way. Oh. We need eminent domain <laughs> to let Andropolia make progress. In fact, we could cut costs even more if we didn't have to pay compensation at all. I do love it when I can take something and not pay for it. That's so not Isn't right. Isn't that horrible? No. The- if you did that, you would actually regain people that were raptured as punishment. <laughs> disagree have back Terry (laughs) I can see why these are the people that are left like 50% of the population disappeared and you've just got people left that are like but how can we take this shit yeah like you've literally got the worst of the worst people and I'm here saying no it belongs to their estate deal with it in the proper channels you don't just get to take it and number three I do believe we should retain our right to eminent domain says Francine Park your minister of miscellaneous amenities but to use it for private industry is just immoral and corrupting. We really ought to only use eminent domain for the purpose of building public utilities like hospitals, schools, and car parks. And may I suggest 
Maybe. Churches. Hospitals. <laughs> schools. <laughs> car parks. There's a big difference. <laughs> I don't know, Zane. That would change the skyline from tents <laughs> and, and, and tree houses. That's, that's a radical change. Apparently really, the skyline is I'm a really swirling vortex of fire. I'm this new theist America. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say religious. I, I literally actively said not religious. <laughs> yeah. But we're building churches all of a sudden with government money. That's not my government's money. <laughs> all right. So unless there's a veto coming, I'm going with option one, which is to uh, uh, eliminate eminent domain as a, as a thing. The government has to yeah. play by no, the I same rules. I think that's anybody. perfectly logical. Yeah. Number, number two um, proposes to not only keep eminent domain, but remove the compensation part of it, which is just outright stealing. And number three says, okay, you can steal, but only if you use it for good purposes. So Robin Hooding, essentially, which is just as wrong as far as I'm concerned. Good purposes, eh? (laughs) Good purposes, again, decided on by some bureaucrat. What is is good, what is right, what is necessary. The free market makes those decisions the best. It's it's different to what you've been doing. Otherwise, you would have been raptured too, my friend. I, I think I think it is. Um, <laughs> my goal is to be personally raptured. I, well, I think that's the point. So, in the new set America, that would be the option you'd choose, right? So that if it needs to be done for the good of everyone, we would do it. Correct. Right. Whereas I maintain everyone has a right to choose. Their everybody own has life. a right to choose, and the people that chose the way of life that resulted in them not being raptured. Should continue to to have that way of life. For the five They're, weeks I'm until not force the Antichrist to- comes down to Earth and eats their faces. Technically, the Antichrist is already here. Oh no! He'll just be trialing and tribulating us for five weeks, and then the Messiah comes and ends the world. I absolutely cannot wait. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see if the world's ended in five weeks. Uh, before we decide whether or not the violet is Well, let's part the meta curtain. I'm pretty sure it won't. But <laughs> I've got a feeling this is going to go the way of Q and Picard. That he's going to <laughs> the Antichrist is going to put us through a lot of torment. And but in the end, back. but in the end, it's 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 going to be all right. He's going to he's going to realize. I that think we were, we're going to re-educate the Antichrist. <laughs> I'm really and, and make him a, a, a very valuable. Uh, citizen of Zane's Travel. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> I can't wait for us to all have those one issues where we're like, mm, it's possible that this person here is the Antichrist yeah. trying to test me. Oh, it's going to be the terrorists and time travelers all <laughs> exactly. over again. Yeah. <laughs> Eminent domain has been abolished. Excellent. Another law off the books. The Andropolia Sentinel reports Andropolia wins international attention, the good kind. Consumer confidence grows after government backs business. Box office cheers violent action heroes. And aristocrats welcome rising income inequality. Oh, aristocrats. Wealth gaps are up 32%. Surprise! <laughs> well done. Now, in a previous episode, you asked me why I think wealth gaps are so good. And you answered. And I answered. I, I, I was thinking about it recently. I didn't really get to the, to the crux of it, and that's um, I, was, I was trying to explain it on, 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 on the fly, and I, and I buggered it up. <laughs> wealth gaps um, simply identify where wealth is concentrated, and right. wealth is better utilized by people who you know are capable of exploiting it because they have the experience or or the intelligence or the or the networks or whatever to to exploit Luck. it best. Right. So, like you wouldn't necessarily put a welding torch in the hands of just anybody; you want it in the hands of a competent welder. So too, you want wealth for the for the benefit of society to be in the hands of the people who can handle it best. 
Sure. And wealth gaps means that's exactly what's happening. It's concentrating where it is where it is being uh, most productively exploited. And who can buy food? <laughs> the workers won't starve, Zane. I'll buy them some bread if they're really looking shaggy. I'll buy bread, them the bakery. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Cake? That's you know, I have to buy sugar, I have to you know, bread we'll is, bread is much easier. <laughs> so wealth gaps uh have have increased thirty two percent, ideological radicality up sixteen percent, economic freedom up eight, weaponization up seven, and lifespan up six percent. We're nearly up to fifty four years life expectancy. <laughs> In fact, your problem is that not enough people are dying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, curses, that whole yeah. rapture oh. thing just, just brought out the goodness in everybody that remains. If your stats were where they were and all you had high deaths, you'd be, <laughs> you'd be in the money right now. And the Economy and Human Development Index both up 5%. Yeah, any big downs? Uh, as far as the downtrends are concerned, the death rate is down 2%, as is scientific advancement. Safety mm. down 45 but we had a massive boost um, last week. Corruption is down 7%. Authoritarianism down 10%. And income equality down yeah. twenty four. Of course, yeah. Well done. I, I think I think getting rid of eminent domain is a is a very good way of leveling the playing field. It was the right call. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, Everybody plays by the same rules. Yeah. Yeah. Including the government, especially the government. Is America, you look like you have something to say. I sure do about my issue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My issue is called buried bones unearthed debate. A group of college students on a camping trip to the outskirts of Sub-America stumbled across an ancient mass gravesite. The proper treatment of the remains has become a hot-button issue as various groups have staked their claims. Do you like how I read that one? No. <laughs> uh. <laughs> These bones belong to our ancestors, or at least we call dibs first, shouts Kate Reed, a representative of the Violet Stone tribe. Close enough that you feel a spittle fly from her lips. How would you like it if we poached and prodded the remains of your ancestors? We deserve. No, we have the right to take these bones back to our land and ceremonially burn them as our cultural heritage dictates. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, if they're your people. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Option two. For the record, there are four options. You can't seriously consider giving up such valuable information, can you? Gasps Nikita Xavier, a professor of anthropology at Suplex City University. The information from these remains is too invaluable. This is a rare opportunity to learn about ancient Submerican culture and where it came from. Side note, Submerica. <laughs> Let's put these bones to, to the test, so to speak, and place our national knowledge first. We need to send these remains to the university along with some grant money for research and testing. We've had this issue come up before. Zane Australia had it during the during zombies. the zombies. Yeah, if, if your body as property. Um, oh, when so you, different issue, but similar. Yeah, yeah when you, when you die, um, does anybody retain the property rights to mm. your body? Yeah. So far, regardless of rapture, I'm going with their people. 
Okay. Yeah. So d- like deal with that their own way. It's a pri- right. I'm going to count this public issue as a private issue in this case, but we'll see what the other options are. And the potential, and and you're, and you're forfeiting the potential archaeological um, correct, uh, yeah, uh, revelation that that could come. Yes. Okay. Burn them, letting them rot in some dank university closet. You can't let these travesties occur. Demands Tina Einstein. Oh, she sounds smart. The curator <laughs> of the Maxonian Museum of History. These bones are in pristine condition and deserve to be seen by the public. Imagine the revenue and tourism that will be brought if you allow me to display these bones bared for all to see. Who cares if it upsets some smug know-it-alls or some overly sensitive descendants? This is preservation. This is money. This is culture. <laughs> mm. could, you, could you remind me again how the, how the bones came to be discovered? Some college students were just out partying just and they just found them. Yeah. Right, okay. So they weren't being particularly cared for in the first place. They, well, no one knew whether they were there. So they no, no one had like they weren't like. In, it says there was a across an ancient mass grave site. They stumbled across it, so it hadn't been discovered. Right. Okay. Or hadn't been discovered by modern explorers, I guess. Right. And wasn't necessarily being looked for either. No. Mm, it's okay. just like, oh god, we just found this. Okay. Yeah. And finally, hey, what's the big idea trying to pick and choose who gets what? Questions college student Carmen Love, followed closely by her peers. We found those bones. We should get to take them for ourselves. Finders keepers. Yeah. <laughs> Our right to claim is firmly supported in the case of finders keepers versus losers weepers. <laughs> Plus, I really need to pass my thesis. I'm running out of time and these bones would really put me over the top. Yeah, it's option one. Unless well, anyone wants to intervene here, I'm going to surrender the bones to their people. Throw a spanner in those works. Um, th- you could make the argument that they were abandoned by their by their people if they if they knew that this um, you know mass grave existed or potentially existed, but they weren't actively looking for it. They essentially had forgotten about these people. Yeah, somebody has stumbled across a set of a set of bones with no you know obvious um, uh, uh, um, what's the what's the phrase I'm looking for chain of custody yeah. for the for, for the bones. So. I would, I would potentially make the argument that yeah, the the remains belong to the students that found them. I would since oh, since okay. they weren't in a marked grave and they weren't, uh, there wasn't some some uh, active search to to recover these bones. Zane Australia would agree, um, just in the sense that if no one was claiming them before they were found, yeah, if if there was, uh, like if there was this group of people that were like somewhere when we were displaced there is a grave site that we need to find or there are a number yeah. of grave sites yeah. and this is one of them. That's fine. And that, and that would legitimise. That is yeah. kind of like legitimising their, their claim. If it isn't, then I think it is a much more open issue and the finders keepers is like they have, while not necessarily specifically looking for this, they have expended effort and their effort has turned this up. And if there isn't anyone with a better claim, then I think that they should reap any rewards that could come from it or at least have a say in what rewards do come from it. Yeah. Uh, like, so say if it wasn't bones, say if it was gold bullion that belonged to the Nazis. Yeah. And it was, and there's no way to tell where they got it from, just that it was branded by the Nazis. So the Nazis have no claim on it now. No one really knows what it is. Does that go to the government because they own the land that it was found on? Or does it go to the na- to Germany because yeah. that's where the Nazis were based? Of course, or you does could, it? You could just sneakily melt it down and get and, rid of any yeah. Nazi insignia on there. Mm. And if you if you treat the bones like uh, an artifact and not 
grant them any specific meaning just for being human yeah. remains, yeah. then I think that makes the the issue a bit clearer on how to approach I it. I think yeah, the issue is I'm am treating them like human remains. Yeah, They're absolutely. not it's not for me, it's not so much a scientific discovery, it is as uh, people have discovered their ancestors' corpses. Building up those violetous brownie points, eh, Sam? No, it's just it's it would be horrible if in a hundred years your fam uh, your you know Great grandchildren discovered your, you know, found someone that had found your corpse, and someone's like, mm, I, "He was buried on my on my land, so I'm aware that he's your great grandfather." But I found him; he's he's on my land. I now own his corpse. I would hope that my that my great grandchildren would not give a toss about some calcium and and iron. <laughs> And and other stuff that is roughly in the shape of what I used to look like. But if they did care about, is in them, any way me. But if they did care about it, and this other person was like, "But I found it first. Yeah. That's the issue. And this, in this case, I have someone that I mean, they're not they're not a hundred years removed, they're a thousand years removed, but they have a claim and they do care. I have every Seth, intention. <laughs> do you actively visit your great grandparents' graves? Do you even know where they are? But yeah, I know where they are, but. The ones that are in, in this country, um, by actively visit maybe maybe once twice a year. Really? Yeah, that's odd. I'm a nice person. <laughs> no, no, okay, didn't no. Lie. That's that's not what a nice person is because those no, aren't sure. <laughs> those aren't real people anymore. I'm aware because they're under the ground. I know. Well, you don't see them. We're gonna part the curtain here once more. Uh, Roman Catholics get buried above the ground in tombs. So not buried. They're they're in like encased into walls mm, above the ground. Even better. Yeah, it makes it harder <laughs> for zombies to escape because they're literally covered in concrete. <laughs> yeah, Zane Australia. I, I I don't think that after a certain time has passed, ancestry means very little to the living. To me, you remove me a few steps from someone. Absolutely. But I'm being spoken to by people that do care. So I'm taking or their care on board. people that say they care for whatever didn't, reason. Didn't care enough to go in search of they. Them. They want to burn the bones like as a tradition for their people. So it's not like they have any, they're not making any financial gain here. There's nothing I can see that they are gaining except for following their spirituality. Which- and they are welcome to negotiate with the, with the legitimate owners who are these college students who unearthed it. They're welcome to negotiate. For those remains to go back and and yep. and be cremated. Which, I mean, if I if I could leave the issue of having like sitting them both down with like a counselling session to work there, that would be a great way of doing it. But because I have to make the call, if <laughs> unless someone is vetoing option one, no. I'm going to go through with it. No, no, okay. Oh, Seb, Seb America's free to do whatever Seb America wants to do in this particular non-issue. Unless somebody has some centuries-old claim about it that they can poorly document. <laughs> Calling dibs is an unalienable, unalienable right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I call dibs on your national bank. Well, Zane has it. <laughs> Thank you very much. Tourism industry braces for influx. Comedy, drama, rule, sorry, comedy slash drama rules box office as action flicks fail. Kittens become softer, scientists say. Ooh. Outdoor camping craze continues. Nothing gigantic in the ups. Okay. Tourism went up 3%. Okay, good. Niceness and religiousness went up 1%. Compassion went up 0.8%. So it didn't even really have that much of an impact on religiousness. No. Well, it wasn't strictly a religious issue. It was a That's cultural tr- issue. It was, it, was, it was isolated. That's true. Um, the, I did get one debatably massive down, but then once again, it patters off. It was a really insignificant issue. Yeah. Uh, charmlessness went down 19%. Rudeness down 3 Gambling down 2 
secularism down one, but religion went up one, so yeah. that's whatever. Okay. Um, black market down one, and then it patters off into the points. Like it's really this was not a big issue to anyone. Yeah, like nice. Yep, surprising. Literally no one. But it's because there's not many people left to influence. Well, right. I guess, I guess so. Literally yeah. 50% of your nation. Like, that's not no one. That's uh, good enough. You can't always get what you squat. After a group of unemployed students were found living in a disused furniture factory in, say, Australia City, landowners and law enforcement have become concerned with rising squatting levels in abandoned buildings. Ooh, say, Australia, this is not good. Well, a lot of buildings are now vacant. Because the su- population is so. gone. So if people who were unemployed have now moved into them, like, uh, what happens there? I guess so. It's time the government took action against squatting. It's disgusting and has to be stopped, complains business mogul Moff Grossweiner. These degenerates are disrespecting the factory. It was built through hard work and they have no right to trespass on it as if it were their own. Never mind that half of my personal buildings are unoccupied and crumbling to the ground. It should be allowed to remove squatters using whatever force is necessary. He's an idiot for having buildings that are crumbling and not selling them or improving them or doing anything with them. Correct, because there's going to be a lot less demand yeah. for buildings now. Yeah. So you want to kind of get rid of them yeah, exactly while right. you can. Squandering his wealth and welcome to do so. <clears throat> What's disgusting is how these corporate fat cats can be so unempathetic and cruel, remarks Social Democrat Stephanie Nasahima Pepelan. <laughs> They're hoarding. Abandoned old buildings waiting for the property market to improve so they can make a fortune selling them off to greedy developers for luxury apartment blocks. Something that we know is not going to happen in the very near future. <laughs> and all the while, their fellow Australians are sleeping rough without a roof over their heads. It would. We should enact a compulsory purchase on all buildings that are unoccupied for longer than six months Ooh. and turn them into affordable housing for the homeless so they won't, they won't have to resort to squatting in some dirty old factory. Uh, I don't need to tell you where we can get the money from. Miss Nahasa Pima Patalan. Yeah, oh, that's, that's no. a, bit of a, a bit of an overreach. Um, <laughs> but maybe... Well, that, yeah. that, that boils down to... Some bureaucrat somewhere being able to make a decision on um, whether you're using your property in a way that is Correct. beneficial or not. And, it's, and it's completely option. their call. Yeah. Maybe you're looking for a solution in the wrong spot, says a voice coming from my office closet. Mm. I open the door to discover Bella Thorne roasting a chunk of indeterminate meat over a makeshift fire. <laughs> What's so bad about squatting? I mean, most of the buildings we live in are abandoned or unoccupied anyway. There will always be homeless people and the government needs to acknowledge this and give us the right to live off the land, even if it's somebody else's. Now close the door, you're letting in a draft. (laughs) So these are three pretty unsatisfactory options. They're all, unfortunately, extreme. I think... While usually, if someone owned the building, yeah, they would have a right to say get out. Okay, yeah, but oh, because of the mass exodus of the rapture, yes, wouldn't that also imply that there are perfectly good homes that are? Yes, well, that's what I'm interpreting. Like right. it is just this one situation of 
students in a factory that has kind of been latched onto by landowners. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of leaning towards either two or three. I think option three sets it in law that it's okay in perpetuity. Yes, it's okay just to go wherever you like, regardless of who owns what. Yeah, whereas I think number two means that the government would take ownership of anything that isn't currently, that it, whose owner has been raptured and they're all gone and no, buildings that are no longer owned, the government would take control of and distribute them as... But the way it's worded... It also gives them the back door to simply repurpose property that they don't think is being used the way it should be. Correct. That is the problem. Yeah. But I think that's a lesser sin for a government than option number three, which means property laws mean nothing. If someone yeah. can get into a house, then it's their house. But property laws also mean nothing if they can be taken, you know, even 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 if you just put a, a clock on it and say, right, you've bought this. You've got six months where we won't bother you, and after that we'll come back and assess whether you're using it in the correct way or not. Yes. So um, that's that's really no better. But, uh, Is that all the options? The three, the three not good options. <laughs> like that's <laughs> I know, but num- <clears throat> number one is the is the morally right one. It, people's property remains people's property regardless of of how it's being used. Well, or which option were you leaning to again? Say between two and three. Can you because give me the quick rehash? Yeah, so option number two is uh, any unused abandoned buildings yep. that haven't been used for six months, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, yep. the government would take control of, will we'll buy back. Okay, and what was yep. the other one? The other one is squatting's fine. If you can do it, you can do it. Option two, there, because the government would turn into government housing and distribute it where it's needed. And it's another couple of steps between... Chaos. Yep. And I think my goal here is to kind of reinstitute a feeling of order and a little bit of structure into life. I think option number one would give certain individuals a lot of power over the less fortunate, particularly in this in this upheaval. So I think in the interest of kind of calming the situation and bringing order back to society. I think I'm going to go with option number two. I'm not happy with it. Yeah. But I think in this situation, that's the closest to the Australian ideals of kind of uh, compassion and welfare while also trying to maintain, like, if you own a building, please do something with it and then we can talk. It's tough. Okay, okay so I, I would 100% agree. Three is out. If that could incite violence as a, yeah. <laughs> as an effect of people just like, no, yeah. I found it. Okay. But- it's weird with the, with the rapture idea in. Two, that's the only reason for me two is yeah. even being considered. Otherwise, I go with without one. the rapture. Yeah. I would probably go number one. Yeah, yeah because because it's, that's that's the like property laws are property laws. Six months is so vague. Like if I if I went if I if I got a job in Japan and moved away, but I still have my property here because I haven't sold it because I didn't want to sell it. I mean, I guess if I'm renting it out, that's one thing. But if I decide. Well, it's, no, it's my great. I've inherited my grandparents' house, and you know what? I don't want a bunch of strangers living in it. So, but I'm moving out of the country, so I'm going to let it sit there. In and then my, six months, it gets taken off in me. In my personal opinion, it would be a matter of case by case. You yeah. you write an yeah. appeal and saying this is the situation. This is what I'm doing. This is the reason it's unoccupied. But that's but that's yeah. the wording that, that's being yeah. That's the wording that's being used. That it it doesn't matter what you think your property should be used for. The house 
should be used to house people. And if that's not what it's being used for, we're going to take it from you so that it can be used as a house. Like it's very utilitarian, which I'm normally crazy behind. Like you should put it to the to the good for the most people. But honestly, it's not anyone's this, fucking business. That's what's pissing me off about it. In this particular situation, yeah. though, there is a glut of housing. And this is just to make sure that housing is distributed while this upheaval is settling down. I will say, while this issue does mean there's a lot of vacant houses, <laughs> this is a big issue, it also means there's a lot of vacant houses. So people shouldn't be missing houses? No, isn't like in general? Like people, no, so no one should have, houses came, didn't get raptured. This issue people came did. about by some people having an issue with students squatting in mm. an abandoned building. Yeah. So that's why it was brought to me. And these were the options that they were given to me to deal with it. So stupid students. In news, national parks proving popular. Newspapers shared staff. Citizen welcome returns to basics. Ooh. Modest tax increase helps build better Zane Australia. Welfare up 9.6. Yeah. Niceness up 4.3. Yeah. Compassion up 2.7. Of course. Pacifism 1.7. Tourism 1.5. Lifespan 1.1. <laughs> Environmental beauty 1.1. Human development index 0.6. The big downs are charmlessness point, uh, at 2%, uh, agriculture at 1.8, cheese exports 1.6, crime down 1.5, uh, and ideological radicality at 0. 0.08. Okay. So a couple ups that are unfortunate, like yeah. uh, my, my taxation and government size are kind of at the level I would like them to stay at, um, but charmlessness... Uh, unemployment uh, and and crime can all go down as much as they want. So but you did have a big boost to welfare. I did. It, yeah. yeah, welfare. I'm not too much of an issue with as long as it's not equaled by taxation. <laughs> so how, how we, else we are got to fund it. We got a nine point six percent increase for a three point five percent tax increase. Right. So. You know, let's see. Let's see where this goes. Let's see where this I'm going to call that a moderate success for Zane Australia. Well, fingers crossed, Zane, but it was the wrong call to make. Well, said America agrees. <laughs> Good, you're <laughs> both <least>. wrong. <laughs> we sure. agreed with you. Michael if- Kerrigan deserves to have his own home. Oh. Keep his own home, no matter no matter what. No, I don't like Michael Kerrigan at all. <laughs> what if he was raptured? <laughs> he's gone. He's gone forever. Yeah, he's gone forever. Okay, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. And if you want to hear the wrap up and the voting for who won last last uh, international crisis, you can go to patreon.com forward slash New World Order podcast. And for as little as one American dollar a month, you become one of the best people in the world one of our patrons, and you can hear all of the episodes that aren't on this feed. Mm. One in five. Okay, I have been, as always, Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of the National Council of Zane Australia, twirling forever towards, it looks like, an increasingly depopulated future. I have been your 50% of the people's champion <laughs> and the nature boy, Sebastian, of the United States, no, well, after this episode, so <laughs> of, of the United States of South America, fifty um, percent of us were the best <laughs> that they were, was, and never will be, I guess. And we are the fifty percent. They're coming for you, heaven. 
And I have been Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all, carte blanche, sans plume. Till next time, gentlemen. Hi there, my name's Jessica Kate. And I'm Ellen Rose. And we're the hosts of Murder in the Land of Oz, a new Australian true crime podcast. Yes, we're starting off in Brisbane, our hometown, because... Relatable. Relatable. We're going to be coming to you every second Monday. So give us a listen, give us a like. And a subscribe. Come and join us on our journey where we explore the depths of true crime Australia. Oh yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.